Austin 316 says I just whipped your ass. The Hitting the Turnbuckle Podcast. First come back. Give me a hell yeah. Well, a quick wash, a quick, well, I would say quick change, but we didn't get changed from the CM Punk uh, 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 podcast. But we are back. I am your host, Adam Cousins. He is the problem child, Dave Robinson. And we're going to talk about something that Dave is obviously one of the biggest fans of AEW. It was Collision. And before we start, Dave, we've obviously just got off the back of the CM Punk um, podcast that we both just did. Um, Obviously, there was no guarantees that CM Punk was going to be um, at Survivor Series on Saturday. But do you think AEW may have just sort of said, let's just, I don't want to say put on a bad show, but, you know, kind of conceded and just thought, let's just run run of the mill kind of show just because we're going up against the Survivor Series in general? Yeah, I think they gave the pain audience in Pittsburgh a, a, a good show. Um, they had obviously Rampage as well and Collision. So they had three hours of wrestling and it was good wrestling. Um, but when they're coming up against Survivor Series, uh, even without the punk stuff, with, with the return of Randy Orton, with two War Games matches, you know, I think those were the, it, like even, it was Survivor Series War Games, wasn't it? That even kind of renamed the show. It was always going to be too strong competition to to even put a dent in that. So there wasn't too much in terms of storyline development, but there was some good action. Um, so I think it was a solid enough show. I, you know, we normally give ratings at the end. I'd give it about a seven out of 10 though for the overall yeah. show. Uh, we got some advancements in the C2, in the tournament. Um, we haven't seen uh, Danielson Andrade, which I was assuming was going to happen this week, but they, they put that off. That's probably a smart thing to do because that is a big marquee match. Um, I don't think we've seen it yet in AEW. I, I, I yeah, I can't recall, to be honest. But even if we have, that's going to be a phenomenal match. So to hold that back a week, obviously Danielson's still kind of recovering. We're pretty sure he must be clear to wrestle if he's in the tournament. Yeah, exactly. Um, but to hold that match off was probably a smart thing to do as well. But I enjoyed Collision. Obviously, a lot going on over in the WWE this weekend. Um, but I thought it was a solid enough show. And as I say, if I was in that audience and I was a pain. Uh, ticket holder, I'd have been pretty pleased coming out of that show in, in some of the action that I saw. Exactly, me too. It did have a, uh, the cold open was pretty good as well this week, uh, but it led straight into, uh, the you said the uh, aforementioned C2, Claudio Castagnoli, Daniel Garcia. The only criticism that I would have of this, because I, I love these two, love these two in the ring, Daniel Garcia is going to be a superstar in my opinion, Claudio is already there. Yeah, It was just way too short. Yeah, yeah, I I agree. I agree. It it could have gone another, you know, but saying that the, you got the 20 minute time limit, so I'm not sure yeah. how long the match went. Um, Garcia, you know, technically excellent, but he, he's starting to develop his character a lot more mm. as well. Um, yeah. I'm I'm hoping that he, he's not just in there to take the losses. I really hope that he can kind of pick up some victories, rack some points up on the board as well. Um, it didn't surprise me that Claudio won this. No, it's a kind of a shame in some respects that they only face each other once. And I know that it's a round robin and that's the nature of it. Yeah. But I think it'd be pretty interesting if they had to kind of like home and away, you know, not yeah, home yeah, yeah. away, but you know, they, they, and so they went into the second match and they see what they've learned from the first match and, and what they can implement and, and the stuff that they can reverse or do differently. Um, but I thought it was a good showing. Um, just, I know we're not talking about Rampage really, but 
on Rampage, Wheelie Yuta obviously picked up the Pure and New Japan Pure title. Yes. And um, I think Wheelie Yuta is where we want Daniel Garcia to be. Uh, and Wheelie Yuta is going to get better and better. Yeah. Wheelie Yuta was always a fantastic technician and an in-ring talent, but he's added so much personality and character in the last year, particularly being part of the BCC. And I think a lot of people would have loved Daniel Garcia to be part of that faction as well. When obviously he went the other way and he went JAS and sports entertainer. Um, but there's so much potential there. He's so young, such a competent, brilliant wrestler. Um, the future's bright for Garcia, uh, even though it was Claudio that picked up the win on this occasion. Yeah, it certainly was. And as you say, Claudio uh, certainly did pick up the win on this one. Um, yeah, I, I do agree with you, though. I think that um, it would have been a good asset to do like a double uh, like a usually you say like a home and away type mm-hmm. uh, format for this because you are right. I feel as if there are going to be a lot of few fall guys uh, on this tournament when there perhaps shouldn't be. Um, yeah, that was my fear on Dynamite. You know, when we were talking about the yeah. winners, it was the predictable ones in many respects. And you know, the guys like Jay Lethal, guys like Daniel Garcia, guys like Mark Briscoe, you know, all great wrestlers. Um, but we we need to we need to make sure this tournament. Well, not we, not really. I mean, yeah. our responsibility. We've, yeah, we've got no we've got no say in it. We are available, Tony. Though, if you <laughs> if you are recruiting, um, but but yeah, we've got no no say in it clearly. But it would be it would be great to see, as we spoke spoke about previously, a real split amongst the winners and and going into towards the back end of the tournament that the points are very close. Um, you know, there's a number of like pretty much everyone could advance to the final, if not everyone, you know, four from each group. Yeah. Um, and some shock, some shock wins, some uh, shock victories, some, you know, it doesn't have to be anything. It could be a roll up or just a, a result that we wasn't expecting. Um, and I'm, I'm sure we will get that throughout the tournament. Yeah, I think so. I think we will. Uh, I hope we do anyway. As I say, I don't, I don't really want to see people end up on zero points and stuff like that. No. Yeah. That would do for me. Um, Kingston was next. So we're saying that the cold open didn't do this tournament justice. And he's really, you know, one of these guys, he's going to take this tournament seriously. He's a passionate guy. His titles are obviously up um, in the tournament. You're right in saying that now they've kind of backtracked on what he said. That yeah. His titles ain't on the line every time he goes into the ring. The title's on the line as part of the overall when they amalgamate the C2 title with the, the Ring of Honor one and then the New Japan one that he's got in, into one. Um after that, we had a really good segment or a short, another short match. Uh, Luchasaurus absolutely killed the boys. Yeah. Then ran into uh, an Adam Copeland, a very angry Adam Copeland, who uh, wanted a match with Christian Cage, uh, I believe, and we'll get that match. But uh, my God, there was one bit there where one of the boys took a really sick landing. I can't remember which one it was, but he got, he got dumped pretty hard. But, um, On the apron. Yeah. 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 It was a really big one. Um, but what do you make of that? I mean, Adam Copeland sort of going through the motions to get to Christian, but would it be the case of he may have to go through a few more stepping stones to get there? I think so. I don't think Christian's just going to turn around on Dynamite and say, yeah, that's fine. Uh, <laughs> interesting that they've booked that match for Dynamite, but it is in Montreal, both pro-Canadians, obviously. So yeah. probably a good setting for it, if, if not the um, pay-per-view we expected it to perhaps at the earliest happen at World's End. Yeah. Um, but I tell you what I loved about this segment. It it, it was Luchasaurus. He kind of kill switch. Sorry, he looked very dominant in terms of his performance and and winning the handicap match. But it was when he started to get up from the concerto. Yeah. 
and uh, Copeland had to give him a curb stomp and then a second concerto to finish yeah. him off. I thought that was really, really cleverly done. I thought that was a nice little touch. Um, obviously, now Christian's, both of his kids have been taken out. Uh, Nick Wayne was nowhere to be found. He was hospitalised, um, as per the story goes, yeah. on Wednesday night after the concerto he took. So kind of Christian's going into next week, perhaps on his own, um, because although Lucha kill switch did start to stir he didn't do he didn't stir the second time no. so I, I wouldn't be surprised if christian's out on his own next week but it's not just going to be as simple as in accepting copeland's challenge there'll be there'll be more to this year we're not going to get another montreal screw job are we oh i hope not <laughs> i'm still talking about the first one still <laughs> another one <laughs> i tell you what um, i didn't like though sorry just before you carry on um well you mentioned it that luchasaurus getting up from the first concert. I do like the fact they protected him enough as a big guy to say yeah. you know, that it took more, you know. And it's something up. that we've criticised AEW for in the past with, with the booking of the big guys. Yeah. Um, And I thought, the, yeah, this did, it did elevate him, even though he took two concertos and a curb stomp. <laughs> he kind of come out of it looking pretty. And I'll tell you what as well, Adam Copeland's facials, his reaction, they've always been brilliant. He's yeah. acting, obviously he's an accomplished actor in his own right, in Vikings and, and, and other bits and pieces. Yeah. But he, he, the look on his face when uh, Killswitch started to stir really added to it as well. Um, and then the the ferocity, the tenacity to then take him out and, and do, a, do a proper job was, was awesome. And then that led into his backstage promo where he's still and wearing that beanie as well and and, and just he just looked very sinister and very like, remember when Triple H come back in two thousand away from his from his quad, not two thousand, was it two thousand? Was it as early as that? Was it like ninety eight maybe from the quadricep? And yeah, had, I think it was two thousand two thousand and one. I think it was around there. And he had that. He had that jean jacket. It was the same sort of thing. He didn't have the beanie, obviously. Jean jacket and yeah, the leather. leather. Yeah. Yeah. He, you know, he just looked. He looked. Edge looked bad. Edge. Adam Copeland looked badass. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh. That. I, I just thought it was it, it. It was perfect. It was perfect how they did that, and I think that was probably my favorite. Um, my favorite part of the show, to be honest, this little continuation of that story. Because as I said earlier, there wasn't a great deal in terms of stories because no. for reasons that we mentioned earlier, we obviously had the tournament. Um, but I think this really adds more intrigue. And and I said it on Wednesday or Friday when we we um, Dynamite. reviewed Dynamite. Uh, I'm really looking forward to this singles match now. Um, whether it will be a one single match or a number of matches, I'm really looking forward to the first time uh, they lock up. Is it about... Is, oh, sorry, but, because Adam Copeland's been in there a few months. Is this now... He's had the honeymoon stage. Is it now time for him to get serious in AEW? <laughs> Perhaps, yeah, perhaps there was. Um, there's obviously a period of him going into the the company, having to set stuff up um, from storyline point of view as well. That that stuff, you know, it came together again. Like talking about Punky Cat came together pretty quickly. I think Copeland going to AEW happened pretty quickly because he's yeah. his contract ended with WWE, and and you know he, he wasn't even sure what he was going to do himself from what he was saying. So there kind of been too many plans long term for him. So they've obviously been doing stuff behind the scenes, setting that up to give him a, a real good run and a number of... I mean, the Christian match as well, that, that's just one of the matches that we really want to see. There's yeah. so many. Similar to Punky in WWE, there's so many matches on the table for Copeland in AEW that we haven't even got close to yet. Um, Kenny Omega, um, you know, Jay White, um, Osprey, 
Um, Danielson, we've seen them obviously in in action before, but not in AEW, not in a singles match. Uh, and Moxley, you know, there's, there's so much there for him, but I think this is the big story. This is the big match, and it looks like it's going to be for the TNT title as well. It does indeed, and we're looking forward to that very much. You say in Canada as well. Uh, so it'll be really interesting to see how that pans out. Hopefully we don't get a, as you say, another Montreal screw job like we did before. Um, moving on, um, the House of Black were next up against Commander and Gravity. When I heard about this match on paper, I was really excited. Yeah. Something fell off. I don't know if there was an injury to Gravity. I don't know if, he, if they, you know, but it was an awful, I like to say it was awful, that's really bad. He timing was off in nearly everything he did, and it looked like it threw that whole match off. I mean, Commander showed up, and he was doing his usual self, and the House of Black obviously still looked great, but it's I, I think it was way off where this could have been. <clears throat> I think this match suffered because the Luchadors really haven't got much in terms of personality, character, any kind of development in that where they're impressive in the ring, the high flying, the rope walking, it's great. Yeah. I mean, even gravity coming out, it's called gravity. He does the space war. We don't know anything about them. Um, no. In, in another respect as well, after house of black had a pretty bad night, really, particularly when the men were concerned, they all lost at full gear. Um, yeah. I think we needed to see the house of black come out and have more of a dominant um, victory. Yeah. Now I'm glad I'm glad the match was better and it wasn't a squash match and I, I wouldn't want to see Commander and Gravity be squashed like that but it was yeah. it, it was a it was a bad combination really because it wasn't going to be a squash match but we're not invested enough in the characters of Commander and Gravity to to really care as much about the match as we should given the talent on show. So I think that's why the match suffered a little bit um in in terms of House of Black, they've had a strong night overall. We get to the main event and Julia, um, yeah. but I just don't think it was the right match for them. Uh, you know, I love the Luchadors. I love seeing them in action, but I don't just want to see them come out and and have a high flying match. I want at times I think they deserve to, their characters and their stories to be de developed as well, not just thrown thrown into matches that it's hard to kind of care about with without any story at all. Yeah, I agree with that. Uh, I do agree. It is, it is a difficult one. And as you said, it's probably one of those ones where, as you say, AEW, knowing they're coming up against Survivor Series, just was like, mm. um, Yeah, get them on the call. I mean, we haven't saw, I don't think we've seen Gravity for a few weeks. Um, no. And see, he might have been in Ring of Honor, but we haven't seen him in AEW for a few mm. weeks. Um, but it was kind of a thrown together team, um, you know, just teaming because they are two luchadors. And I, I think they deserve more than that. Yeah, agreed. Absolutely agree with you. Um, the good thing is Darius Martin was back. Was yeah, it talking about teams, yeah, yeah, and uh, and talking about teams, yeah, and Action Andretti was there as well. Um, which is yeah, he was luckily enough, he's still, you know, he's okay after knee dropping strong on his neck the other week. Uh, so it's good to see Darius uh, Martin. Uh, yeah, it looks like they're going to move into the trios division then, the yes. top flight alongside uh, yeah. Action Andretti, which exciting team. Mm. Um, whether they can uh, take the titles from the acclaimed or they're involved in a story with them remains to be seen, but they're in the mix, certainly, and it looks like they're going to be in some six-man or trios matches moving forward. Quick one about the acclaimed while you're, uh, we're talking about them. Is, are they getting a bit stout for you at the moment? 
again, no massive story. I think the the 69-day celebration was just a bit lazy. That wasn't mm-hmm. really for me the other week. Yeah. Um, when they've been in feuds with the likes of Swerve and Keith Lee in the past, or the Ash Boys, you know, the Guns, yeah. um, House of Black, we've got behind them as well. It's not just about the catchphrases and the funny one-liners. Yeah. With the absence of that, yeah, they've, they've kind of like, they're, they're, I don't know if their popularity is diminished, but their importance and their relevance on the show has definitely diminished. And uh, did we see them on Dynamite this week? No, no, I remember. No, we haven't seen them this week. And until you said about it, I hadn't really thought about them. So that's not a good sign, really. No. Um, but they're, they're, I, I love particularly Anthony Bowens. I think he's such yes. a brilliant performer. Um I think that they they've given Billy his last kind of championship reign and, and they've given him his moment. Has that overstayed its welcome a little bit? You know, um, mm. would you rather see the acclaimed in tag team action rather than trios? Yeah, I think I, I, think, I, think I probably would. Yeah, I think they're just bare heels as well. Mm. Um, just because the raps, it's normally with acclaimed. You always look forward to when he comes out, Max, because he can he cut a bar and it will be brilliant. Yeah. And I think his face doesn't normally work. I think actually the last time wasn't didn't they get kicked the crap out by the masked men? Yeah, of course. Yeah, so they've yeah, kind of been written, written off. Yeah, yeah. So written off a bit. But it's quite, and that's the thing with the WWE, like with, with SmackDown, like, like Roman Reigns is a part-time WWE champion, and Logan Paul's a part-time US champion. Yeah, without titles, you know, I know AEW have got a lot of them, and people go on about it, but you need them. Yeah, you need. Yeah. Them. No, I, I totally agree. I totally agree. I think they should be a, a, and the trios titles as well. They're one of the newer titles and, mm. and something that we want more prominently. <clears throat> we should be seeing a trios title match or a trios match every week. Or the, if, even if the champions aren't involved, there are consequences for the champions based on who's yeah. in the matches and who becomes contenders for those belts. And it's just been a little bit disjointed. And I think the acclaim have suffered from that. But personally, I'd like to see them. Um, lose those titles and return to the tag team division. And, uh, you know, there's a place for Daddy Ass. Absolutely. Uh, I think, I think you know, there's probably a little bit more mileage in that, particularly if they turn heel. Um, but, yeah, I think the trio's title reign has, has kind of overstayed his welcome now. Indeed. Speaking of titles, uh, Julia Hart was next against Lady Frost. Now, they had a they had a house rules match. We haven't seen one of them for a while, even when the House of Black were the trio champions, and we, they sort of fell off the margin. This was no count out. Yeah. I do get a feeling, and in this match as well, I mean, Julia Hart wins, and we, we've spoken about, you know, gravity, and he's it. This was a bit sloppy in areas as well. And again, I don't yeah. know if something was just, it just fell off tonight, which is unusual for Collision. Collision is normally that show where you like, you yeah. know, I know I would have some great wrestling, but Collision is normally the show that will, you know, you watch on a Sunday or a Saturday. This one just felt sloppy a little bit. There was some good action in it, but again, just lacked a little bit in areas. No, I do agree. Mm. And whether that's a unfamiliarity with the performers mm. not working together much, if, if at all before, perhaps. I, I do like Lady Frost. I think she's yes, an intriguing character and a great performer and, and, and a good addition to the women's division. So, Hopefully we start seeing a bit more of her. I think Diamante and Mercedes Martinez were both on Rampage as well. Yeah. Um, so the women's division have got some interesting developments coming on. But as you say, this match quite quite wasn't quite on the level. 
what was on the level uh, and what was continually impressed by and entertained by is Julia Hart's entrance. I think she added another couple of elements this week, um, but yeah. I just I just think her presentation, as we talked about at length on the show, awesome. And I'm glad that she's getting this TBS title reign. Uh, and I'm hoping she she has a quite a lengthy reign as well. Um, I, I think I think they can really establish her as a real star in AEW and the women's division um, and can keep that title on her. Yeah, hope so. Hope this is a start of the reign for Julia Hart. She certainly deserves it anyway. Um, Don Callis was next with Powerhouse Hobbs and Alexi. Uh, Callis has no idea that the calculation of the Golden Jets gets a tag team title shot. Hobbs broke both men and sent them to the hospital. So anyone can get got, apparently. Uh, we're more on that uh, probably a bit later on next week on Dynamite. Um, FTR Righteous next. Anyone you put FTR in the ring with will work. Um, yeah. And the good thing is, Righteous have been getting more airtime lately. They've aligned themselves with Jake Roberts. I think that was yeah, Jake, Jake and Brian um, Cage. Is it no, Grant? he's no, it's uh, Lance Lance Archer. Lance Archer, sorry, Lance Archer. I haven't seen much of Lance Archer again. He seems to come and go quite a bit. Um, but anyway, yeah. FTR pick up the win. Uh, I think it's a really good match. Now the House of Black come out at this point, and, and Malachi takes the uh, microphone. Says nobody's coming to save FTR. No Cesaro, no Utah, no CM Punk. You can't go anywhere about this name being mentioned at the minute. Um, and uh, th- this house isn't the brotherhood that FTR think it is. The lights go out, they'll come back on, and, and, and the house of black gone. But before that, a, gr- a good, you know, FTR in the ring for Christ's sake is going to be good. <laughs> yeah, I'm a huge fan of the Roaches. I didn't think they yeah. got a, a massive reaction in Pittsburgh, to yeah. not, uh, which was a bit of a shame because I thought. I thought I think they're a really, really talented tag team. Um, mm. Maybe they're still suffering the effects a little bit from that loss to MJF on his own. I, I, I didn't like it at the time, and I still don't like it now. You know that kind of handicap match that he yeah, beat yeah. them in. Um, but I, I think, I, I think their involvement of late, they've been on Dynamite, they've been on Collision a bit more. Uh, I'd like to, I'd like that to continue. I, I'd ultimately like the right just to become a, a tag team title contender at some point yeah we'll see whether that association with jake and lance archer uh helps them at all um but as you say lance and that's always been the way in his aw run we'll see him and then he disappears and he comes back and he disappears he has a couple of good matches yeah uh, I'm, I'm not sure what that is uh in terms of his contract his status he's yeah, I know he does a lot of UK indies as well. Mm. So I don't know in, in the states how active he's in the in, in the indies. He does Japan a lot as well. He's part yeah. of uh, he's part of a faction in Japan, isn't he? Or he certainly was anyway. Yeah. Um, so I'm not sure, but I, I'm a big fan of Lance Archer, and um, again, I, I think there's a lot of potential there. He's always had good matches. You know, you go back to the Texas Death match he had with Moxley. Yeah, that was a that was a good match. Uh, we won't talk too much about Texas death matches in case Mr. Bischoff's watching. But um, <laughs> I thought, I thought, I think Lance Archer has had some great matches in AEW, but we'd just like to see a bit more of him. Yeah, we would. I like Lance. He's such a guy for a big guy. He can move. He can work. He's a really good. Uh, he should be a really good addition on AEW. He should be doing more than what he's done over the last few years. Uh, but hopefully, we'll get to see him more soon. Um, speaking of tag teams. Um, Shivani brought out the tag team titles at that point. Uh, Big Bill, Ricky Starks. Uh, Shivani wanted to know why they attacked you know, the Golden Jets. Uh, they said more like the Golden Girls. And he said that, you know, Stark, Starks and Bill don't even know each other. And then well, <laughs> Starks then said to Bill, where's my birthday? And Bill responded with no idea, which got a big pop. Yeah. <laughs> out of the crowd. 
Um, but they're just basically uh, putting up the feud with uh, the Golden Jets, which are obviously next on the list for them. So is that a match that you're looking forward to? It's, it's a real interesting one, that, isn't it? Because obviously you've got seven foot tall, big Bill. You've got Ricky Starks, who's brilliant in the ring. You've got Kenny Omega, fucking Kenny Omega. And you've got Chris Jericho, who's probably coming towards the back end of his career, but probably doing his best work at the moment. Is that something, is that a feud you can get your, uh, you're looking for? Yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm I'm interested enough in it. I think uh, Jericho interrupted their press conference after full gear yeah. and, and they took him out. Uh, and that I thought was a good thing to do, kind of writes Jericho off for a, a week or a couple of weeks. Yeah. Um, I think Bill on the microphone was great on Collision. I think he was really, really good. You know, talking well about pers- a personal subject, his alcoholism and his return from it and being back yeah. on top and holding the titles with Ricky Stark is he, his kind of confirmation of that, that he's back on top and it he was he's where he knew he could get back to. Yeah. Um, Ricky Starks, every time I see him, I, I, I think it's a matter of time before he's, he, he leaves and goes to WWE, to be honest. I think really? that's... Yeah, I, I I think he he would be a better fit over there. I, I love Ricky Starks, and I'd look. I just don't think it, I know he's a tag team champion, and he featured more prominently. And since Collision has come along, he's one of been one of the bigger stars. But I just don't. I, I think he's got huge, huge potential. I, I think he could be like one of the the top stars in AEW, and I don't think he's quite at that level. So. I I wouldn't be surprised if sooner or later, a bit of a hot take, but I wouldn't be surprised sooner or later if Ricky Starks joins his, his mate Cody uh, over in the WWE. But in terms of this run and the match with Kenny and Jericho, I think it's going to be great. I'm enjoying their tag team title reign. Uh, doesn't look like it's going to slow down anytime soon either. I think there's, there's a lot of mileage in this. A bit thrown together, I suppose, yeah. uh, to begin with. Um, but definitely something that works i think they had a great performance in the ladder match at full gear and uh, i'm not sure when that match is against kenny and jericho i don't know if they've announced it i don't know whether they'll hold off for world's end um but but i fully expect them to retain yeah i I fully expect them to retain at that point yeah i don't i don't think jericho and kenny will uh get i think jericho and kenny will be um will face each other down the line i think they'll turn on each other japan yeah, and they did they did stuff in AW as well, yeah. um, early days. Um, so I, I think we'll see that. And whether Jericho's the heel or, or Kenny's the, the heel will remains to be seen. I, I don't think that's going to be a long run as a team, though. They kind of no. uh, entertain the idea of breaking them up against the books. That was one of the stipulations. If they lost, they couldn't team together. Yeah. Um, whereas, whereas Big Bill and Ricky, I can see that that run going on for some time yet, but so I, I just think Ricky Starks is so good. And I just, I'm not going to say he's wasted as a tag in a tag team and being a tag team champion because it's a, he's, he's a champion in the company. It's a prominent role. He's, he's heavily featured, but I, I just think as a singles competitor, they're, they're missing out. They're, they're missing out on the potential. I don't know if you feel the same or whether there's something you don't see in Ricky Starks that I see. I, I don't know what it is, but I just think he's a superstar. I really like Ricky Starks. I just don't. I just don't think. I personally just don't think he works in the WWE, and I don't know why. Yeah, one of those ones where I could see him coming in. He'll get a good run, and then in 12, 18 months' time, he's you know fucking start fighting Axel Tozawa on main event. It's not because yeah. he's not good enough. I mean, he's, well, he's he's very, very good. 
But I just, yeah. Is I, it his build? Does he not look big enough to, like, as one of the top stars? I don't think that matters anymore, you know. No. I really don't. I think, you know, I think nowadays it's more about who brings in that merch and who brings the money in and, and, and whatever. Not. I mean, of course, there's going to be a believability about the size and stuff to a degree. But I think Ricky Starks is already, you know, he's got a big enough build. He's not, you know, he's not a small guy by any stretch of the imagination. But I don't know. He's one of them weird ones. I just don't. Potentially, he could be a star in a WWE, but they would have to book him right. Yeah, and I don't know if they. I don't know. He, he's a weird one. I I want him to do really well because I think he has the makings of a star. Or he's already is a star, but he could be a, a top top star. Yeah, that's that's my frustration, or that's my my thing. I, I think he's a he's a he's a in a decent position, mm. but I think he could be at that higher tier. And I, I don't know whether it's something that AEW aren't seeing in him or. I, I don't know. Punk, he, didn't he? Briefly. Yeah. Wrong. Yeah, and and maybe that was the point when they were really going to kind of go. But do you think he would have beat Punk for the title? I, I don't think so because it was it was early in Punk's reign as well. So yeah, I don't think they saw him as as the real world champion as they were calling it at the time. Yeah, interesting to see how the next six months goes. I'm not sure when his contract's up. Um, but yeah, again. I'm I'm satisfied with the work he's doing. I like the team with Big Bill, even if they did stumble across it. Yeah. Um, but I, I think I think he could be a world champion. And I don't know whether that's in WWE or AEW, but it remains to be seen. It certainly does. Um, speaking of guys that could have been a world champion or not, it moves me on to Keith Lee. Um, he was a Lee, Lee Moriarty, I believe. A um, really quick, short match. Uh, Keith Lee picks up the win. It's his standard what I'd call a standard squash to a degree. Um, he then he cuts an interview afterwards saying about another mystery person that you know who you are and all of this sort of stuff. Where are they going with that? And is it too late for Keith Lee in uh, AEW already? Um, the, you would think automatically, automatically he's talking about Shane Taylor, his former mm-hmm. tag team partner yeah, and, yeah. and somebody, obviously, um, uh, Moriarty's part of Shane Taylor yeah. promotions. Um, but I, I couldn't help but think he's perhaps talking about Swerve because we ne- we never had any resolution to their, their falling out, their tag yeah. team. So, but I did like how he was fired up. In the, mm. I, I saw something from Keith Lee, which I perhaps haven't seen as much of. Yeah. Um. In that in that interview backstage, he, he yeah. was fired up, and there, there was mm. a passion about him. And um. Yeah, I'm a little bit more invested than I was. So we'll we'll see. It's strange if it's not Shane, if it is Shane Taylor, that why you wouldn't have mentioned him by name. Yeah. So yeah, maybe Swerve, maybe it's somebody else that we haven't even considered. But um Could be. Yeah, I would I would expect it to be one of the two. Yeah, I would have thought so. Uh but you're right. I think Swerve is a good shout, actually, for that. Swerve could be the one. And we need it, don't we? We need the closure of that. We did, we'd never had it, and it kind of became a bit of a running joke <laughs> about that, that never having the Swerve and Keith Lee match. Swerve's obviously tied up in the tournament at the minute. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, there's plenty of airtime to do something with him. I mean, we can't get enough of Swerve at the minute, so not. we're still not 100% sure if he's uh, finished with Hangman. I would suggest we perhaps are, given the fact that at it was 2-0. So, yeah, I think they'd leave that alone for now. And although Swerve's in the tournament, yeah, maybe maybe a meeting with Keith Lee is on the horizon as well because we never got it, and I'm sure it would be a good match. But you wouldn't want it to derail Swerve's momentum. No. Uh, and if he's if he's being if he's being pushed towards the world title, 
then I don't know how a Keith Lee match would play into that. Yeah, that is that is a good point. And you, you, well, would you expect Keith Lee to beat Swerve? I, mean, I think. Is it now though? Are we now with that where Swerve's here? Can't really see Keith's kind of like really lower down now. It really would even Keith Lee be the underdog in that match now? <laughs> yeah, I'd I'd be worried that it could um, upset Swerve's momentum, mm. and it's a little bit unnecessary. But I only went to that name because I can't, I can't think of anyone else that Keith Lee has got an issue with. He, he, he's had a few tag team matches with Dustin, hasn't he? Yeah. Um, the natural, naturally limitless, they were calling themselves. Yeah, but yeah. there was no real dissension there or any signs that they'd had a falling out, I don't think. So, going, from going back for a minute, I don't know if there was NXT, I think an issue NXT. Mm-hmm. Yeah, possibly. Yeah. I'm just yeah. trying to think of somebody else that. Potentially now, no disrespect to Keith Lee's at Swerve's level. Yeah, yeah. Again, it could just be Shane Taylor. Yeah, well, I just don't know why he wouldn't have addressed him by name. Yeah, you would have thought he would have done, wouldn't you? Anyway, speaking of, I won't say dressing by name, but speaking of uh, then after the match, we we move towards the final. Um, this match finally we got something on this. Um, a great, great main event. Eddie Kingston, Brody King uh, in the Continental Classic Blue uh, League. Really good match. I mean, this one is so good. I mean, this one was 15 minutes plus. It's come close to, to the 20-minute time limit. It was just doing what they do. Brutal hard hitting. They went to war, didn't they, these two? And it really made a good TV main event. Brody King is... I don't know what you could call him. He's just such a, a great character. He's got everything going, like he's got everything about him that's which says star. Eddie Kingston, you know what you're going to get with this guy. This match was so good. Yeah, it, it was phenomenal. I, I thought this one might go to the draw. I know we yeah. mentioned JY and uh, Roosh perhaps going to a draw on, on the Dynamite review, but I thought this one really would because Eddie's going into this tournament. He's putting his life's work on the line, as he called it, you know. Yeah. Overall winner is going to be the new Triple Crown champion. Um, so I, I didn't necessarily expect him to lose, but I didn't expect Brody to lose either. So I thought the yeah. I thought the point to each might have been the way they went. Wasn't the case. Um, Brody got picked up a victory, big victory in the tournament. The closest thing we've come to an upset. Not that Brody King beating anyone is an upset. It's just the fact that Kingston had both the titles. Yeah, and you know he he cut that impassioned speech. Last week, and also, you know, twice on collision this week, we heard from him. Um, so I don't think, I, I think that was a bit of a coin toss in some respects, whether who people were expecting to win, but they went with Brody. Yeah. And I think Brody's going to be a pretty un, an unstoppable force in this tournament. So I could totally see him advance into the final um, because I looked down that list of um, competitors and I, I, I don't know, I, I don't imagine that he loses to Garcia. I don't think he loses to Claudio. No. You've got Andrade and Danielson. He's so, got Danielson next, that's what he mm, said. All matches that I could see him with no interference as well. Um, all matches I could see Brody King going over in. Mm. So it wouldn't surprise me at all if if he is one of the guys that's there right at the very end of the tournament competing for that triple crown championship. Could well be, yeah. Eddie Kingston, I think, cut a promo after Collision. I think maybe on Rampage where he was upset about losing and he said he's got Danielson next. I mean, Danielson hasn't had a match yet. So 
That's interesting to know he's got Danielson next. Maybe they should release the fixtures like doing football. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They haven't really done that, have they? They've only done it kind of a week in advance. Um, but I, I think in the future, this C2, given the success of it and the intrigue around it, and all of the interesting storyline things that can develop off the back of a tournament such as this, I think in years to come, it will probably be a bigger tournament, more matches, more people involved. Yeah. Um, I, I think it's been a success so far. We haven't really had the five-star or six-star match in the tournament yet, but I think no. that will come as the tournament carries on. Um, this was perhaps my favourite match of the tournament so far, though. It was, uh, you know, they, as you say, put it perfectly when you said they went to war, the slaps that they were dishing out to each other were pretty brutal. I'm not sure if the finish went quite as planned. It looked more of a powerbomb than the... Um, Oh, what do they call it? Dante's Inferno. Dante's Inferno, yeah. Yeah, more of a powerbomb to me. Um, but a real real good match, really good showing for both men. And and yeah, I'm kind of glad that Brody King and the House of Black won all, all of their matches. You know, House of Black won, Malachi and Buddy won, yeah. Julia won, and Brody closes out collision in the main event winning. So that's the back, that's the House of Black back on track. Easy for me to say. Easy for you to say, mate. I'm not even going to attempt it. I can get most of these wrestling names wrong, let alone things like that. Um, so, yeah, you said 7.5, didn't you? I tend seven, to... I think seven, most. Yeah, yeah seven. Dark. Yeah, I was going to say seven. Uh, I, I felt it just just lacked. Just mm, It was me. You may be right. It probably is a throwaway one. I mean, I've, I watched it as well after waking up to the news about punk and watching <laughs> i haven't watched all the survivor series but i, I certainly watched the the main event and the subsequent mm-hmm. angle after it and then I, I went back and watched a few more bits so i was kind of like i think a lot of wrestling fans today kind of caught up in that a little bit so maybe that affected my enjoyment of collision a little bit but like we spoke about earlier on the show it was always going to be difficult for aw to kind of, yeah. why would they pull out all the stops on a night where they're going up against a one of one of WWE's massive pay-per-view, even without Orton and without Punk and without War Games, Survivor Series is one of the big four, isn't it, for the WWE? Um, if you traditionally look at uh, SummerSlam, Survivor Series, WrestleMania and the Rumble, they, they, those always have been traditionally the big four. I know we've got Money in the Bank and a few others now, but Survivor Series has got a, a long history and lineage. So it was always going to be difficult for them to kind of do too much in, in terms of ratings. Um, but I think it was a, a pretty solid show and uh, one that I enjoyed. And, and the the closing match and Brody King standing tall at the end of it um, could, uh, you know, he's, he could be quite ominous for the, the rest of the competitors and the rest of the, the C2 tournament. Good word, be indeed. That wraps up Collision uh, this week. Uh, I'll be doing Rampage tomorrow i believe i've got to sit and watch that first actually i'll watch that later uh look forward to that as you kind of i knew wheelie you had won so you didn't spoil anything so i'm not gonna sorry um, mate. i'll talk quite a bit about rampage yeah <laughs> no, you, you, you have yeah, a bit of spoiling things at the moment didn't you <laughs> 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 um, but no i'm gonna watch the rest of rampage i did know about you too flashed up as well as i was reading something this morning and it flashed up about you too so i was, I was fully, fully aware that you had won the uh, pure uh, championship from Shibata, wasn't it? Shibata? What was, wasn't it? Shibata, yeah, 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 Shibata, uh, on Rampage. So that was good. Yeah, I agree. A seven for me didn't hit enough spots, but I think it was a throwaway edition, really, even without the, the CM Punk coming back because it wasn't really, you know, advertised that he was. So even without that, it was going to be a difficult one for them to do. So they probably just put together 
a respectable wish. Just a solid uh, show, yeah. Solid show, yeah. Didn't need to do nothing major. Dynamite should be better this week. Um, it was last week, actually, really good, to be fair. So I would imagine this week could be better. So we'll be back to review that. I'll be back tomorrow with NW, with the lovely Fiona. God, can't forget Fiona. Uh, and the NWA referee, Jared Fritz, will be joining me and Fiona tomorrow night for a chat. I'm sure myself and Andy will be reviewing Survivor Series once his hangover is cured. Um <laughs> Uh, raw to do uh there it'll be raw this week that should be an interesting review show as well raw. yeah i'll be watching raw this week I, I haven't always watched it in in recent weeks and months with with everything going on here and, and life getting in the way sometimes but mm-hmm. i would definitely be making some time to at least watch uh cm punk's involvement in raw which because he's advertised for the show from what mm-hmm. I, from, I believe so yeah I'll, I'll be trying to watch raw this week and uh yeah, we'll see how it plays out. But an interesting time again in wrestling going into the end of 2023 now. Another really phenomenal year of wrestling. A lot of stories, a lot of interest, and uh, the hits keep on coming. The hits do keep on coming, and we'll obviously be back to review Dynamite this week as well. So look forward to that, Dave. But this has been Collision. I'm, you know, who's going to sign off? Even though it's, even though it's not Ram, even though it's not Dynamite, I'm still going to give you the pleasure of signing off the show with your trademark. So please go ahead, Dave. It's time to bid you all adieu. Goodbye, and good night. Bang, and stay safe, everyone.